All right, uh, Kate, being a gamer yourself, uh, Serious <laughs> Sam, Four, My Friend Pedro, Scum. You know, I don't like, even know what you're talking about, but yes. <laughs> these types of titles, as you can maybe figure out from the title Scum, they're little anti-establishment type titles. Hello, brand marketers, agencies, vendors, mom and dad. Welcome to the latest episode of Catalyst, the podcast that brings you the latest trends in experiential marketing. I'm Kate Romano, Director of Marketing at Kramer. And I'm Joe Lovett, Director of Strategic Planning. And in each episode, Joe and I are going to discuss one emerging trend that will make your brand experience memorable. Are you ready, Trendy Joe? I am. Let's go! (laughs) All right, Joe, what is this week's emerging trend? Oh, oh, all right, Kate. You are, this is, this is pretty amazing. So, all right, so... Before I start, let me just... You're, you're giving this way too much... Um, energy. Set, yeah, like yeah, I'm like, it energy. better be amazing. Okay, all right. So, to be, so first of all, okay, you don't have to close your eyes, but picture in your mind, like, put in your mind a typical trade show booth, okay? Yes. You sort of have that image. Clutter, noise, overwhelming, chaotic, so, yes. <laughs> great description, but what does the thing, like, look like? Like, what is, what are the ele- the, the physical elements of it? It's a booth... The product, <laughs> swag, they're all very cookie cutter. Adds cookie cut. That's a, I couldn't have said it better myself. So that is um, exactly the trend that I want to talk about. It's these sort of traditional booth criteria. You're exactly right. They're kind of all the same. You insert, you know, the other brand, the other product in there, and it kind of looks all the same, maybe except for the color. So the trend that I want to talk about is sort of this anti-booth. Um, that generates attraction because that's really what a booth is supposed to do, right? Generate attraction, show the product itself in some scenario, and hopefully generate a lead or or a sale. Um, so take REB Lighting and its IO Nature non-booth, which was featured at Light Fair this year. So basically what this was, you can imagine a path through a grassy field, but the grass was actually 1,500 pots of grass, and they were actually all uh, mounted on a motorized pendulum and had a sensor. So when people walked by, they swayed a little bit, really mimicking. It was very um, calming and, and just generated this sense of, like, walking through a field and the wind was gently going by and, and things like that. And on top of the fact that uh, it was just a really cool experience, it actually drew a record number of qualified booth visitors and won a Light Fair Best in Show Award. And they didn't just do this because it was cool. It actually answered the question, what what is the world going to look like when everything's connected? So it actually had a very relevant place and position to the brand messaging and was really cool and, and did a great job for the business. I saw this in um – it was super immersive because as you watch it, not only is the grass swaying as these people are walking through it, but you can hear crickets chirping. Oh, and that's right. Yes, absolutely. It's pretty cool when you think about being inside a convention center and you, after a while you sort of feel trapped. You're not always seeing outside. So to, to kind of be sensory immersed. Sensory overload. Yeah, yeah, sensory overload. You're like, oh, my God, how much more information can I take in? And then you go through this, like, grassy walk with crickets and the wind blowing, and it's just a nice break from the monotony. That happens at trade shows just because of their very nature. And that, that's a great point because as as people are trying to sort of shout, if you will, louder and louder, mm-hmm. they're taking the opposite tact, which is, wait, what if we give people this you know, sensory experience, let them calm down? Number one, what's their mental state going to be? It's probably going to be a lot better uh, after they experience your thing and are more receptive potentially to your product messaging than 
having just come from a much more loud experience. Absolutely. Another example is uh, the brand Cashy, uh, CP brand Cashy. They make the health foods and and granola bars and things like that. Uh, Cereal. Cereals, yes. They more did a statement on the environment. Uh, They actually just put this gigantic 1% uh, sculpture. Um, There was no technology, no sampling. It wasn't even staffed. And they just had 1% uh, in this this giant 1%. And the the structure told a story of itself. Evidently, it takes farmers about three years to move from conventional planning to organic planning. And in that time, they're not uh, earning revenue. And so it was drumming up awareness to uh, to help and as well as support to help these uh, farmers transition to this organic and, and achieve this USD organic certification. Yeah, that's an interesting approach. Usually there's so much technology happening and, and it's just this overload of information, just to have this simple, clean, elegant structure is is just a nice break from the clutter. Yeah, absolutely. And and again, like if we think about the brand, like you probably can't go overly technological and overly maybe uh, sort of anti- Yeah, yeah, you got to go more natural. You got to go more eco. So doing something like that, you know, they probably didn't even fly that many people in, which saved costs. They didn't have all the power running to the booth. So it, it really aligned to their, what they were actually out there trying to say. So this next one, I, I love this next one. I think this is such a great idea for a lot of different brands. Um, so E3, great uh, conference. Um, for gamers. For gamers. Thank you very much. Uh, you know, to be at E3, if you're a game developer, uh, it's expensive. It's an expensive proposition. It costs money to get there. Uh, they have rules and and uh, and standards and things like that. So this uh, video game publisher, Devolver, which, uh, Kate, being a gamer yourself, uh, <laughs> Serious Sam, 4, my friend Pedro Scum. You know, I don't like, even know what you're talking about, but yes, <laughs> those the, gamers. <laughs> these types of titles, as you can maybe uh, figure out from, from the title Scum, they're a little anti-establishment type titles. Right. And so what they did was rather than join the masses and, and kind of go to this big budget experiences within the show, it actually set up shop uh, in a parking lot across from the convention, uh, which actually happened to be next to a Hooters. And it's sort of— I assume that most of the people attending E3 are, are male. <laughs> uh, I think that I haven't looked in the demographics, but I think you're safe to assume that, yes. <laughs> Genius. Okay. Yes, yes, exactly. That's a great point. They're going to go there as a destination anyway to Hooters. <laughs> so E3 has this traditional press conference that promotes the event and who's going to be there and the titles and things like that. And they actually promoted, they created a big fancy press conference of <laughs> their hysterical. own. It's It's really funny. They, they just did a great job. And they actually just this year, a few weeks ago, came out with they apologize in advance to E3. So they're already drumming up the hype and drumming up the uh, promotional uh, type engine to in keeping this thing going. So I love, again, anti-establishment, the brand's anti-establishment. Why go with the masses that the you know that uh, all the other sort of more mainstream titles go? They got to go a little more left of center and, and anti-establishment, and, and it's just a great, great execution for them. Yeah, I mean, definitely making a statement. And then the best part about it is that they're – Big fancy press conference was the most talked about thing at E3. Right, exactly, exactly. So good for them. I think anyone sort of behaving badly is is uh, you know going to be ripe for for conversation and topics and media and things. Absolutely, but they they found a way to do it not only to make an impression, but they saved a lot of money. Absolutely, great point. 
And uh, and finally, device uh, battery pack maker Mophie. So uh, these are the the folks that you can put your iPhone in or your your uh, other devices and help them extend their battery life. Uh, they actually did this a couple of years ago, and you could say they were a bit ahead of their time at CES. They actually constructed this giant black box. Um, it was right in the middle of the show floor. There was a few display cases of its products, you know, nothing like crazy exciting, although the, the displays are pretty beautiful to look at and, and informational. And then inside this box, there was this invite-only bar and, and business space area, and it, it looked like this 1920 speakeasy. So there was a full bar. There was a bartender with a bow tie. There was, you know, uh, these gold, black, wood um, elements. Uh, it just looked like this really cool uh, 1920s-era, roaring 20s kind of bar. And they would invite, you know, really kind of their partners, their customers, vendors inside. It was it was password only, as I said, and just got an opportunity for the right people, if you will, to go and engage with the products a little more for a little more information while everyone else, the masses, were uh, left outside. Yeah, what a nice surprise. You're you're looking at the simplistic black box and then you go in and it's like a full event within an event, this big party and, and you're at a bar and it's just, it was a great way to wind down the event too for people having been there all day. As we talked about this information overload, now they can sit down, have a drink and That's right. this totally unexpected environment, which is which is really awesome. Absolutely. And people are going to be talking about that. And if you're looking at, uh, if you're looking at some of the, the, the social media posts from, you know, from CES, all of a sudden you see something like this and you're like, what's, you know. Why wasn't I there? Yeah, why wasn't I there? <laughs> what, where did, where was that? Promo, exactly. exactly. You get a little fear of missing out. So, but that's this, this unbooth uh, or anti-booth is, is the trend that I, I wanted to bring up today. And I think there's some great brands that are out there saying, hey, while everyone's shouting and trying to be the bigger noise and trying to create more clutter, if you will, and, and sensory overload, let's do something different. And that's a great way to get attention and, and achieve business objectives. Yeah, simple, alternative, clever, and secretive. I love it. Love it. Well, Joe, thanks for sharing another inspirational trend. Listeners, if you have a question, feedback, or a trend you want to share, we'd love to hear from you. Email the team at Kramer, C-R-A-M-E-R dot com, or find us on Twitter with the handle WeAreKramer. That's a wrap. Mm-hmm.